I guess earlier. Uh, do you hear me now? Yes. Okay. So I'm sorry. I was I didn't press on the right uh, uh, place there. So good evening, everyone, and I'm glad that, uh, to see you all with me tonight. And we are looking forward to continue our fascinating discussion. I mean, topics. Uh, about the Adam creation and idolatry and uh, why are we here and so on. Um, and our topic is uh, how, how Hashem created Adam to stand a purpose. For the purpose and it's important to know because without, without, um, without the knowledge how, I, how He made us for that purpose, we will never win it. We will never win our trial. So before I start, uh, uh, do you have any question to so I can address during during our talk? Uh, any question from you from la about the content of last week? None here. Okay, I'll I'll continue. And please uh, stop me with a question if you have. So, thank you so much for saying uh, what you're writing here. Uh, now, so uh, just to to get into the mood again, uh, where we stopped last week. So we we discussed, uh, you know, the six-day trial uh, in the middle of the day after uh, he raised his big sword. And he put uh, two options: either, either creation will excel itself, become very good, and uh, enter the next day and see the Sabbath, and he will rest, or he will annihilate everything. So that's what uh, Lukim posed uh, before our before our making. And then he turned around and he said. Uh, um, he invited the attribute of mercy to join him uh, to create, uh, to to uh, rule the world. And if you remember, he consulted when he when he said, "Let us," he consulted entities higher than him, so to speak, equal to him, lower than him. All the options be discussed, and we will see it later on. So we discussed the option that he, 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 he uh, that Rashi talks about that he, he he addressed the attribute of mercy. Here is the name of attribute of mercy, uh, which is Yud Hey Vav Hey acronym, no vowels in between, and it's made uh, from three words: He will be, He Ye. In Hebrew, he will be Hove, he is, Haya, he was. Uh, whoever knows Hebrew, it stands out right away that uh, those three words comprise Yud Hei Vav in an acronym. It's a beautiful acronym that comprises of the three of them. He will be, he is, and he was. And who coined it? The name, we remember, just to remind you, it was Adam. Adam coined the name of Elohim when he gave name to the creature. He was so smart that uh, every word, every name he gave was accepted because this was the right name. Uh, and, uh, and, when he, and then Elohim turned to him and says, what name would you give me? So he said, you are my judge, so I, I'll call you Elohim. And then the merciful one turned out and said, what did you call me? And he said, "Well, I'll call you. You will, you will, you'd have a hey, which means uh, you will be. Uh, you are here, and you were. Uh, why do you? Why do? Why do I call you that way? Because to show my children that although you came late in the story of Genesis, only on the sick, on the sixth day." Before the Sabbath, but in fact, you are not a new creator, new new face. You were here before, before everything started, and you are now 
and you will be after when when in the Sabbath. So, so that's the that's the name you'd have of hey, So there is no Jehovah. And then we saw we ask ourselves where is it in the in the where is it shown in the text? And we saw how beautiful it is located. Only only heavenly wisdom could put the Yud Hevavke in such a strategic point there. Uh, Yom Hashishi, the six days over and the Sabbath start and here it is, the beautiful acronym sitting there and traditionally that's why we start the Kiddush, the, the wine cup blessing on the Sabbath. We start not with the with the with the VH as you should in the brown part. The brown part is is the part that pertains to the Sabbath. So in, in theory, I should have started my kiddush cup blessing with the with the brown part because all I need is to set to sanctify the Sabbath. What what belongs to the Sabbath, not not from the Friday. Yet the rabbi insisted I will I will start with the last version last verse of the Friday. Because to incorporate the YH or the UH, to incorporate it to make the acronym to show that it's bridges or it's a like like a connection, it tied together the mundane today today world and the future world. And so the mercy acts like a bridge to you to to go to the next creation day. Uh, and uh, we saw that the YH actually protrude into the Sabbath, into Friday, I'm sorry, the, the top part, the blue part protrude into Yah, Yudhei in Hebrew, Yah is the, is the, is the cherub that, fly, flew, uh, that flew into the into the world or the ray of light or the, uh, the wing of the cherub that uh, met the other wing from, from Elohim and together they rule the world and, and uh, so Yah is uh, Jeremiah, Hosea, everything comes from that, from that YH which is half of the full name and we in our Kaddish when we say when we say the famous Kaddish is uh, like uh, reciting the Kaddish, the Kaddish is our blessing when we when we uh, I think every day I, swear, I should say like at least 10 Kaddishim uh, not Kiddush on Shabbat, but Kaddish. Kaddish is, is a, let your name, let your name be praised, raised and, 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 and be completed. Uh, and that's the, the Kaddish, we say it on, uh, on the tomb, in, uh, in, the, in the anniversary of a person who died. So in a very, very solemn, very important blessing, uh, a recitation and it's a Kaddish, it's a very very important uh, prayer in Judaism which is mean you, your name be completed and simply right here I want the YH to connect back to the VH and to go to the, the let your name be exalted, be, be, be completed that's the, that's, the, that's the true meaning of that so we said that evil can break the name into two, Amalek, Haman, all the evil people broke the name into two. Simply it means that it, it doesn't allow, it, they don't allow the world, uh, humanity to continue to proceed unto the Sabbath. So as long as evil is here, uh, the name of the Hashem will be broken. Uh, when we, when we one day uh, in, in due course, when we, we'll, uh, when we'll discuss what evil is, according to, to 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 the chapter of Genesis, because there is definition of what evil there, uh, and we'll see how it play a role here in the verse. It's there. Evil is here in, in the verses. We'll talk, I don't want to elaborate too much on that. Now. Uh, we also discussed here the, the following verse, chapter 2. As uh, he said, chapter 2, uh, these are the history of the heavens and earth, and they were recreated on the day that Yud Hei Vav Elohim made earth and heaven. Hashem, instead of Yud Hei Vav I say Hashem from now on. So this is the beginning of chapter 2. 
the chapter 2 actually starts where the chapter 1 ended. What a surprise. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm joking. Why I'm joking? Because all the, all the Bible critics uh, divided here into a uh, uh, separate book. I don't know. It's simply the Bible critics, uh, none of them have ever, ever opened the Talmud or never know anything about it at all. So they... they so, but that's uh, to, to tradition said this is simply continuation because it's a, it's not a restory, it's not a new story, it's a continuation because what happened on Friday is right there what it says here, if you read it right. The, this is the history of the heaven and earth when they were recreated. We just said that the, the two cherubs uh, flew, flew backward from Friday back. The hand in hand, winged wing, with love, they flew over creation and reconsolidated it. So it won't falter. As the psalm song said, the psalm for Friday. The Levite sang in the holy temple. So the, 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 the cherubs flying together consolidated the world. It means that the Elohim, instead of, instead of uh, annihilating it, he gave it a chance to continue consolidated in their love and here it is on the day on the day that Hashem Elohim made heaven earth and heaven now I, I told you last time it's it's people you know it's such an amazing chapter here of the of the, of the this is chapter, chapter two that speak about the Eden and that's the only chapter in the Torah there is no other chapter that the two cherubs fly hand in hand like that. Hashem Elohim side by side like mother and father in love. There is no other chapter, never again, you will never see it again in such a way. Hashem Elohim. Uh, and um, they made earth and heaven. Here it is explicitly written to you. Earth first and heaven means they flew backward. They flew backward from Friday to 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 the fifth day, then to the fourth day, then to the to the uh, third day. In fact, they parked on on the third day and and on the, on the, on the Tuesday they parked. Uh, but we'll get to that when we when we story when we read the detail of the the Eden in detail. Uh, how why did they park on 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 Tuesday and and flying back? Anyhow, uh, you see it explicitly how they flew back, and then I, I put now, let's continue down in the second paragraph, and that's just continuation from chapter 2, and Hashem Elohim formed, not created, but formed Adam from the dust of the ground. Uh, I think, what verse is it? Uh, this is verse... Uh, in, the, in chapter 2, you can open it in your Bible. I always suggest you keep Bible in your, on your lap when you, when you, when you t attend the class. Because not always I can put everything there on the, on, on the board. Uh, chapter 2, uh, verse 7, and, he, and if you're carefully, if you read it carefully, he formed, he didn't create, there is a difference between create and form. So, Hashem Elohim formed Adam uh, dust from the, from the earth, from the ground. And he, in singular, in Hebrew it comes out very nicely, singular, in oneness. You see the verb, verb in English, there is no difference between singular and plural. They blew, he blew, I blew. But in, but in Hebrew, the verb shows how many people participated. Is it I, is it he, or is it they? The verb changed, and the verb used here is singular. And how I picked it up and said that singular to show the Hashem Elohim oneness. So in their oneness, uh, he's, uh, he blew, he, that's why I put it he, H-E, capital H-E in one. So Hashem Elohim in one the parents, the mother and father in love, in, in oneness. They blew 
uh, Hebrew uh, in, his, in, in Adam's nostril a living soul which in Hebrew Neshama breath, Neshama and Adam became a Nefesh Chaya which is a living creature and Hashem Elohim planted a garden in the east of Eden now let, let's, let me repeat it we are about to, to learn how, how Adam is really is going to be made and here it says that uh, first of all they got together, the mother and father got together, so to speak, that's the heavenly mother and father, and he in oneness, in their love, uh, blew his, his neshama, uh, uh, his breath, and Adam became a nefesh, a living creature. Now, uh, the, the, uh, the, 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 the Torah here uses uh, three names for, for, the, for, the, for the spirit or, or the breath that, that, Hashem, that Hashem Elohim blew into Adam, Adam on the ground. So Adam was made from dust. There are two components. And, uh, and he blew his spirit, which is depicted here, in three different names, Neshama, Nefesh is a part that controls our, our bodily function, Chaya is a, a, is a, is a, a little higher, that's a, the part of a godly, a Godhead or the, the, the part of Hashem that controls our, our emotion and our, um, our, our emotion and our, our uh, uh, passions. And the Shama is, uh, is, the, is, the, is the control everything. In fact, the Neshama is the most deeper part of uh, every one of us has a part of him in, in us. Um, and uh, the, 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 the three names depict uh, three layers as, as, if he, as if he comprised like three layers, the, the core that connect us. Here it is. So the, uh, we are made from two components, uh, uh, dust and spirit. And the dummy, uh, he made us the dummy on the ground and he blew, he filled us, he filled our body with the heavenly spirit. Like what? Like a glass blower, the rabbi says. So here is our dummy. Uh, Adam was created like a dummy and he blew his spirit into us. And why the glass blower uh, uh, metaphor is used? Because the glass, the, the mouth of the glass blower is still connected to the glass when he blew it. So he still, as long as we live, he still. His, his mouth is on, on in us. We have the kiss. Or as I wrote here, like umbilical cord. I think that's the, probably the best depiction. Because if he is a mother and father, or if she is a mother, so uh, you'd have Avkei. So we are connected to her through the umbilical cord. And we always, so it, 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 never, it never dies. So our body dies, but in the Shama, or the, the, the connection, the part that connects us to the heavenly, to heaven, is always alive, and that's what part of us is sent back to heaven. So, uh, going back to that verse, which I don't want to, to spend too much time on that now, because I'm not here to teach you a, a, a myth and spirituality about neshama, about the level of neshama. That's not our topic. Our topic is more practical. As I said to you, the purpose of this class is to show you practical things, uh, how it translates to our daily life. And, we, and it's not like a, a, a something uh, I can give. You know, it's not a mystical class, but it's a, it's a practical class. So I, I will leave the discussion of the layer of the Neshama to a different class. The only thing I want to show, to point out why the, why the three names, in fact there are five names, Rashi quote five names, from different sources. 
But here from this verse 3, uh, because there is a inner part, think about it as, as shells. So the inner part of us, the inner part of us, is a, is a, is a, is a concealed from us. Is that that neshama, that part of of his of his being, that in the core in our core, and that this is surrounded by by a, another level, which our spirituality, our mind, our mind, our our, our emotion. That's the higher. And uh, and uh, and, this, and everything else is surrounded by the thicker shell outside the, our body. So here is a clear is a, is a depiction how he created us. He created us from the inside outside outward. He created us the first he planted in us the inner core, the hottest core, the hottest core, the inside us, which is the. Um, the merciful, the Hashem and Elohim, oneness, part of the cord, the umbilical cord, that, that in, in each in each person, it's concealed from us, but that never that never die. It's it's never contaminated, never die. It's part of Him. So every one of us is a holy, has a part of holiness that connected to Him directly, which is doesn't exist in creatures, in other creatures. And then on top of that, we have the, the, the two mundane, mundane shells, which is our mind and logic and passions and attributes, surrounded by flesh and bones and, 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 and uh, all, the, all the physical uh, part of us. So there are three shells here, and each shell is depicted with different names, Neshama, Nefesh, and Chaya. And that's very important because this is how it builds us. And now I, I put here, I, I, leave it up, I leave it up to the top. So we, so far we saw that Hashem Elohim is a mother and father, so to speak, in heaven. There are two cherubs, boy and a girl, facing each other with love. That's what Moses did on the Holy Ark. And uh, now... Before I go, before I go to discuss to you uh, what is being the king here, uh, let me point to you that in that sense, every one of us, every one of us, is connected to Hashem, uh, to to the Father in heaven with the umbilical cord. So we don't need Messiah. We don't need anyone in particular. Every one of us can call him our Father in heaven. Our father, in fact, the Rosh Hashanah, the Rosh Hashanah is uh, our father, our king. The, and and uh, most, most prayers in Judaism, in, in the first century Judaism, in the time of Christ, in the time of the temple destruction, destru destruction most of the liturgy of, of Judaism actually contained the word, our father in heaven. Actually, I can identify it in the cedar. In our mother, if we, if I sit in Rosh Hashanah, there are prayers from, from different century. Some of them from the time of Ezra. Some of them from, from uh, 500 years before the destruction. Some of them from the Talmud. From the from uh, from from centuries and century, pile of prayer that we, we sing in the synagogue. So I, if there is a father there, then I know it's 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 about the time of destruction because this this is how the time the Jewish people. Uh, uh, refer love to refer to Hashem as our Father in heaven. In fact, the combination of our Father, our King, was very prevalent. And uh, I give you. An, I wrote here Josephus Plavius. Josephus Plavius, historian. He was. Uh, he wrote this book about the a Jewish war against the Roman. He sit. He sit there in a, in a cave. Surrounded by the by the army of the uh, the Roman trying to capture him, and he prays. It is so fascinating to to read when he when he read the prayer. He says, "God, don't my father." He says, "My father, don't forsake me." Well, he was not he was not a son of God, but yet he called him my father because this is uh, every Jew, every person or else is, uh, can call Hashem my father. Now, 
how how they went about how the heavenly couple so to speak went about to create men and here I, I'll move to another class to show you the consultation how did it happen so I'll go to class 19 here Seventeen here. Okay. Oh, something is missing here. Let me see again. Oh, I think I missed you. Okay, I'm, I was out. I tried to, to bring the consultation class. I saw it just a few minutes ago. Why it's not here? That's strange. I don't know why it's not showing here. I just saw that. Let me see again. Number 19 is missing here for some reason. Oh, anyhow, uh, Apologize for that. I just saw it a few minutes ago. I don't know that if some, something was wrong in the internet or something I, because it was it was there. Um, are you following me? Are you following me? So I, I want to be to check. Okay, I think I was, uh, you didn't hear me. You hear me now? Okay, all right, thank you. Again, I apologize, I know the, uh, 19 was, was there and it was somehow wiped out from the, from the, from the internet, from, it doesn't show it. Uh, but there is a, a beautiful description there how they consult each other, the two attributes. Before before making a man, let me see if I can find it. It's really summarized so much, so much on that class. Let me try to find it. So anyhow, uh, the, the consultation took place like that. Uh, you can imagine the two uh, two cherubs come 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 together, and one says, uh, "Elohim says, I'll I'll bring, I'll let's get together, you you and me, and we'll make Adam our child." So. Elohim says, I'll make you a warrior. I make him a warrior. Big, big warrior so he can rule my world. My world. And uh, she says, I'll, I'll teach him how to conquer his passion and to be merciful. He says, 
uh, I'll, I'll, I'll bring him wisdom so he can understand the science how, the, the, how my world function. And she says, uh, the only wisdom I want him is to to know how to control himself and to be uh, merciful and so on. And so they go, each, each one bring, uh, bring his own side into Adam. That's the, that's the key here. There is a whole description there. Uh, you may find it. I don't know why the internet is not showing here, class 19. Uh, but it's there. Uh, and, in, and it summarizes, so to speak, what each side presented. Uh, and Okie wanting to be uh, righteous, to comprise, to, 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 to win, the, to stand the law, to, to abide by the law and to uh, to be strong and so on and she says all I want him not to be cruel uh, uh, Mercy says all I want is him not to be cruel and to do kindness and and uh, merciful thing and so on so they each side each side of the each side of the parents bring him his and whole and in uh, his own side to that marriage and to that consummation of the marriage, which finally give birth to Adam in here, Adam and Eve in Eden. Now I'm looking for our class, back to 10. All right, so now that why it's important to uh, why I'm why I'm emphasizing that because to consult you see uh, let me let me put it to you uh, when Adam and Eve when Adam when Adam finally came gave gave names gave names to Elohim he said he coined the name Elohim because you are my judge and then she came and she said what do you call me so he said you have Afke. So now both of them, the mother and father in oneness, come to Adam and ask him, Well, our child, what name would you give us, or your parents? Well, he, he says, you know, he won't call him mother and father. He says, he retracted a little bit from that. Because after all, he's human, he's a flesh. Although he understands it, he carries the part of his mother and father in him we just saw that the spirit was blown in his uh, in his nostril so he's really the mother and father's son, son but he says no he says you are my king you you'd have Hashem Elohim as oneness um, is my king so they ask him why why of course as if they didn't know of course they knew what is what they, to the story, they ask him, why do you ask, call us the king? He says, well, because you consulted each other. Now, the story is lost if you don't understand Hebrew, because the, the, the word consult in Hebrew is king. And here we come to a enormous point in Judaism that is totally lost when it came to Rome. Kingship. King, the word king in Hebrew is unique. There is no other language on earth that carries the same meaning as the word king in Hebrew. Melech is from Nimlach, from to consult. You see, a tyrant is never a Melech. A tyrant is a ruler, is a ruthless ruler, is a Moshel in Hebrew. But a, a king is a, is a, is a one who consult his subject, and and a consult is is government. When there is a government, there is partnership, of of there is more than just one ruler, and the 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 the, the verdict is usually comprised of complex uh, complex uh, inputs, like a United States government, for instance. It's the decision is always very complex because so many parties are part of that final decision. So government, Melech, the word Melech in Hebrew is always 
Shankar Democratic or consult, Consulting. So here it comes from this, this idea that was coined by, by Judaism thousand, thousand years ago. So Hashem Elohim is, is now a king. A king not because he's sitting in a crown and everybody bow to him and he's like a king, like a, like a uh, Rome uh, Augustus, you know, and he's son of God, Augustus, and he's sitting on the throne like a uh, Constantine sword, you know, is uh, a is a tyrant and he's a presented God and he's a king. No, king of Jude in Judaism is a king who actually. Call, can, can be easily called to justice. He has to, to, to listen to, to, the, to his own subject and uh, it's part of a government. That's the, that's the meaning of... So that's why it is called king. Now, why, why is that important? To show you how I'm, I'm right and how I'm telling you uh, things that are basic Judaism is because that's the story of, of Rosh Hashanah. In Rosh Hashanah is a day that we enthrone him as a king rather than a tyrant. So he was, for six days he was a tyrant, a lokim, and he ruled alone. He didn't discuss anyone. But on the sixth day, which is Rosh Hashanah, on the sixth day when he consulted the, the merciful, before the government, then he became a king. So we ask him, go down the judge, go down from the throne and become our king and so forth. That's Rosh Hashanah theme. And Rosh Hashanah, as I said, is, a, is a essential for Bnei Noach. It's not a Jewish story. It's Bnei Noach's story. So here, uh, we will come to that many times. I'll we'll, uh, just put it here. As a Hashem Elohim is a mother and father. They are the cherubs in love. They present love. They represent mother and father. represent love. They represent oneness, his spirit in singular, and they represent kipship. For the first time ever, we, we come to the, to the idea of kingship in the Torah. And to consult Nimlach, the Hebrew, the Hebrew word Nimlach, you can ask anyone that knows a little Hebrew, Nimlach, which Rashi, Rashi actually quotes that. So Nimlach is, is, is became also enthroned. So that's what we do in Rosh Hashanah. We enthrone him because in Nimlach we consult him. So he stopped, he, he's, not, he's not a tyrant anymore. Alright, so let's put, now, that's how he, he, he build us. He build us by consultation. Each one, each one of, each one of the parties brought uh, his or her side. Each one of them part the, 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 the Hashem brought the future, the mercy, the, the, the forgiveness, uh, the passion, the, the, uh, the uh, compassion, I should say, the endless love of the future, the, the Sabbath, and Elohim uh, Elohim brought, uh, brought with him the mundane, uh, uh, earthly uh, part, what we need to do to live in his world. And together they made one, uh, Adam. So there is a neshama, and there is a, the vessel. He blew, remember the metaphor, he blew his spirit in us, uh, like a glass blower. So the inner part of us belongs to connect to him. And then there are two layers. The innermost layer of the physical, I mean the, the, our, our mind, our logic. And then our, on top of the, the, the outer shell is our, our bone and flesh. So this is how they're gonna, they're gonna, the, the Hashem and Okim are, are, are going to build Adam from inners, from inners, from inside out. So what did what did they create first? Here I put for you uh, the things that uh, he's gonna build. He build uh, he's gonna build the 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 self the essence, the self-consciousness, 
our mind, our logic, our attributes, our desire, our passion, body. Now, this is, I want to remind you, this is not, this is not psychology session. We are not learning here how the body, how the body, human body is, is built up. Although the Torah is very accurate, as you can see. Uh, the Torah, the rabbis knew exactly what they were talking about because today's science will agree with everything they say here. But that's the, the purpose here is not to describe how man is built, per se, but how is man built to answer the need, the trial. The trial that, are, that they build it for, they build it, they build us, to, to win out, to, to make the world very good and to enter the Sabbath and to, to, to please both the merciful one and our and Elohim at the same time in oneness. That's how he build us and to, to win our trial, our, our, our trial, which we have to identify exactly a little more. What is our trial? So he build us on purpose. Uh, in order to to understand what I'm thinking now, what I'm saying now, imagine imagine somebody come to stadium, to Yankee Stadium uh, from from let's say somebody who doesn't know anything about baseball, and he come to Yankee Stadium and he's a very science, good scientist, so he can he can measure the poles, he can tell you, okay, this is a balcony, how many people can sit here? Oh, it's a wonderful balcony, it's, everything is built up so nicely, uh, uh, the, the slope and uh, is such and such degree, measure it, he measure the thickness of the pole and the concrete and he's amazed how beautiful it is, it's nice. But if this scientist doesn't know anything about baseball, the purpose of the building, he actually didn't know anything, he can't understand what the stadium is. He can describe in detail the science, the numbers, and everything, how it's built up. But if you don't know the purpose of the, of the game, then the, it's meaningless. And the same is with, when we talk here about, about human, human, uh, human uh, how he build us. So if you don't know the game, if you don't know what the purpose, what the trial is, then it's meaningless. We need to know that he built us the first the self, then the mind, then the, then the from inside out, and he built us in a certain order, and to win a certain trial. And we'll see what is that trial. Our topic is idolatry, and he built us to win idolatry trial. How we do that? How how did he do that? That's the baseball game of Elohim. So he built us first of all. Let's go. Um, let's go to the verses, and we return to return to the verse. I want to show you how he built up the self essence first. The first thing he built in us is that that topic, the, the self, the self consciousness. This is the inner part, the inner, the innermost part of our of our consciousness. That's what he built first, and that's the inner core of our mind. You know, mind is logic, but logic is only a tool. There is a selflessness, a, a, a consciousness of myself. What did he do um, when he said? When he said. When he said, let, let us make man, when he said, let us make Adam, let us already be separated between the concept of introduced to the word me, I, you, and us. So here, just the first time ever that, the, the, that he introduced the word us, us means he created the consciousness of I and you and me, and that's very important. We'll see how deep it goes. So the first of all, he, he, he laid the foundation of my self-consciousness. My self-consciousness. How did he do that? How did he, and we need to know that because it explained Moses, it explained the revelation of Moses and everything we'll see later on. 
how did he how did he uh, how did he created our self-consciousness well he said the verses let us make Adam in what let us make Adam how did he let us make Adam here I put it on top let us make Adam in our form and like our image so the rabbi saw it as if he was sitting like our, not in our like our image in, in our form and like our image K after uh, that English translation follow me says after our likeness uh, actually it's uh, it's like in our form but like our image and, and the rabbi picked it up this this like because he was sitting so to speak now think about this what I'm saying tell you this metaphor he was sitting in front of a huge mirror mirror and uh, the mirror he saw uh, he saw in his mirror his image now the image is in the other side of the mirror he's on one side of the mirror and the image on the other side of the image of, of the mirror now he created us not not as his image but like his image so there is another mirror so we are one one image removed so to speak or at least several images removed from him so you should never think that we, we are we are like has anything to do with him we are like his image but here the, the, but the idea of the mirror is very important because the mirror uh, the mirror uh, has two sides you can you can see him if you look if you if you look through the mirror you can see him and he can see you of course but in order to see him uh, you left you you have you when you try to look at him you see yourself reflected in that mirror when you try to look at the mirror what you see you see your own image reflecting back to you well you try to 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 look through that mirror through that image to penetrate and see him on the other side because you want to be a prophet you want to see a God but your image stop you from doing that because the image if a person has an image an ego uh, then then it is stopping from seeing so seeing the other side only Moses the modest of all person uh, only Moses has no image of himself so he can see the rabbi said he can see through the transparent mirror into the other side why because all human all other human has uh, has a strong image of themselves ego that stop us so here here is a notion that he made us he, he, he made us with the ego to stop uh, ego it's like a barrier to see between him and us but we need that ego we need an ego to survive in in the Lokim wars because you need to ego to 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 attempt to to excel to be, become important and uh, to to achievement you cannot do it without ego but on the other hand the ego can can be impediment to 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 uh, to see a Lokim so you 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 can worship yourself rather than Elohim you can in fact you can be fooled you can the rabbi says you can look at him and you think you see him and you hear him you think you are a big prophet but in fact all what you see and hear is yourself talking to you back from the mirror so that's that's the utmost wisdom to understand the, the, to, to, to decipher between what Elohim telling you and what your own image telling you 
So many people on TV, when they saw, they tell you this, they had a vision in, in, in at night, you know, uh, God talked to them and so on. I always, when I hear it, I always think, oh, are you sure it's your, it's not your own image looking at you back from the mirror? And what you think, you think you, uh, in our, Im our image is a plural here, because he's speaking plural. And that's exactly the, the trap of idolatry. Rashi says, why speak in plural? Because he put here as an idolatry trap. Uh, uh, we will talk, we'll talk about modesty and, and idolatry in a minute. Uh, but worshiping uh, yourself is impediment. So, the, but the first thing, the first thing he created was the self-consciousness. Uh, we will talk, we need to talk about the, the consultation with the angel to show you what I mean. That's the consultation that the Rashi now talk about. How he how how he create, how he taught other modesty in order to overcome the the ego. Now I don't what's the time now? Let me see, I don't have a I don't have a let me see the, the time, excuse me. Uh, five, five. I have like seven minutes. Okay. Do you hear me? Yeah. Now I will leave it. I will leave it to the next class to discuss uh, the consultation with the angels because it's very important. The consultation with the angel will highlight to you the modesty and the self and the idolatry here. And the word plural here is to is both modesty and, and, and idolatry. Don't be confused. I don't want you to be confused. I know I loaded you with, 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 with idea and images. It will all come to you in due course, one after the other. Uh, I, I want to just, my point is today, only to show you that he was building us from inside out, and the first thing that he was taking care of is our innermost most precious uh, part of us, which is a self-consciousness, and uh, a point to, to to a point with the eye. And in fact, some some commentators, some people say he look he look at his own eye, own self, and he said he said to the to the to his own self, he says, "Let us make man in our form." In our so he didn't look he didn't only look. Not only consulted with the merciful one, but he consult, consulted with his essence. The essence, the essence of the Creator, is above, above the attribute, is the highest of all. So, the, because the self is arbitrary, if the if the attribute, if if if, if mercy say one thing, and absolute justice says something else, so the arbitrary is the essence. I can I can I can decide which which way to go according to my merciful side or to my absolute or my justice side. Who makes the decision between them? It's my essence, my I, myself. So I have I have inherited inherited in us, implanted in us, the ability to override what one one attribute one says or another. So there is another power even higher than the merciful one, if you wish. As I said, when he consulted with higher power, how much higher power? Infinitely higher power. Not only with mercy, but with higher than mercy. With the, with the essence. Now, the, 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 rabbi, the, the rabbis from Chabad in Rosh Hashanah, they spend hours talking about the essence, which is more important when you, when you confront when you confront uh, Hashem with this prayer, you don't confront to the attribute. You don't say, oh merciful one, I pray to the mercy, or I pray to, to the justice. I pray to you, and I leave you, the arbitrary, to decide what to do with me. I don't tell you what to do, I don't pray to mercy. I leave, I leave, I leave, I leave my faith in your hand. That's Rosh Hashanah. And it's the, the essence. The essence is the arbitrary, is higher than anything else. It's the self, it's the self, the I, 
that he, he made us look at the, 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 the image and, and uh, I'll tell you, and he, he created us according to that eye. And everything will, will, will be understood to you next time we'll talk about the angel, how he, how he implemented it. But a point here to make is the notion that is against Judaism, uh, Buddhism. When I read it, I was so fascinated because I, I usually I don't read much about Buddhism and so, but if I had a book of Karen Armstrong, which I love to read, and Karen Armstrong writes about Buddhism, she writes very nicely, and she, uh, the point she described how Buddha was sitting there under the tree, and why he had a revelation. What is the, 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 this revelation is the essence of Buddhism. What is it? He discovered that we have no self. That because he said our self is, is constantly changing. What I am today, I was not a minute ago. I was not yesterday. I change. My, 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 my passion change. My mind change. My age change. My, my self change. So basically he said our self is only a, a false image. It's an it's a, it's a error or, 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 or like a mirage of a, of a imaginary thing that our mind create. But in fact there is no such thing as self. When he discovered that, he felt so much peaceful because everything before that he was so tormented with yoga and this, he wanted to conquer ourselves. He wanted the yoga and all the technique, ancient technique of India was to conquer the self, the yoga, and to, to quiet down. And now he said, well, there's nothing to conquer. I can eat, I don't have to live ascetic life anymore, I can eat, I can... Uh, because I have no self. And this is Buddhism. And I read it, I said, wow, it's just the opposite of what, what the Torah says. We says, we say the Torah says that our self comes from Him. And yes, uh, we change, we, we are infinite. Our self, our self-consciousness is infinite because it comes from Him. So our self is divine. It's the inner cause, inner, and it, it's our ability to decide our course, regardless of our passion, regardless of our logic, regardless of our, our, our desire, regardless of our body, regardless of everything else. So, so uh, my I, my essence, is the highest thing of, of, of all. And he created this by, by saying, let us, make man. The us is infer me and you and us and so I there is an I there. And he, he made it he made it through looking at the mirror and by talking to the angels. And so we'll we'll see late last next week with God help we continue the saga and we we'll see how he build us to overcome idolatry. And Rosh Hashanah at the end of idolatry and our topic is idolatry. Alright, I think our, hours, our hour is almost gone. And again, don't, don't be uh, intimidated if I threw at you today so many concepts. Uh, think about it again and, and, and read it again. Think about it. Read about the verses. Think what I'm saying. And we'll go step by step. We're going to do how, we're going to see how we build us and how it build us like the game. What is our game? It, it, our game is to win idolatry. If you win idolatry, then you win all the seven, all the other seven commandments. All right. Any any question before we leave? Okay. A lot to think about, of course. And we'll repeat it. We'll go with it again and again. Ask me again. And uh, we, will, we will talk about it in different... You see, when we, we discuss it in different aspects, different verses, it will come to you. My purpose is to, 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 to if, you, if you, at the end of the course, be able to open the Bible and read the verses as they are and understand what they are saying, that's my purpose. My purpose really is to teach you to open the Genesis and read it as it should be, understand the word, understand the messages there. That's what that's what my purpose is. 
All right, so you have a wonderful week. And thank you all for being with me. Uh, and we'll see you with God's help uh, next week. And we'll continue. And re you can read if you want to prepare. Read about the consultation of Rashi uh, with the Omidrash, about the consultation with the angel. And then uh, with other consultations. He had a lot of consultations there. All right. You have a good night. Thank you. Bye.